Happy New Year. Welcome to 2020. New beginning, fresh starts, second chances in Jesus' name. Normally what we do on this weekend of the year is I cast a bunch of vision to you and usually tell you our theme for the year. We're going to do something a little different today. As we start a new year and a new decade is I just want to start this season by talking about Jesus. Listen to this. Look at what Jesus says about himself. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. He says, I am life. He doesn't say I am a part of life. He says, I am life itself. If he is life, I would just submit to you that that makes him the most relevant thing in the universe. We're all on this journey of Jesus being irrelevant to our lives to becoming relevant in our lives. And the problem with what a lot of us do, if we're honest, is we compartmentalize Jesus. We compartmentalize Jesus and spirituality and our spiritual life into this one little compartment in our life, kind of like like compartments in an ice cube tray. We've got a compartment for our finances and one for our family and one for our job. And then there's one for Jesus. And then there's one for our dreams and our desires and our destinies and our friends and our hobbies and our house. We compartmentalize everything. And the moment you compartmentalize Jesus, you've instantly just made him irrelevant to your own life. And here's what I want you to understand. Jesus is not a compartment of your life. He is the entire tray. If he is the resurrection and the life, then he is life and he holds everything else together. Your behaviors are telling you what you actually believe on whether or not you think Jesus is really relevant to your life. See, I've been, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, follow me. Like, what does that actually mean? We say we're followers of Jesus, we're called to follow him. And we look at this and we start realizing if we're honest, we're like, I I don't know that I follow Jesus. Following is moving forward even when we don't understand it. And it's obeying even when we don't feel like it. We all start with this like inability to actually follow, but the grace of God matures and grows us until we get to this place and we start moving forward when we don't understand and we start obeying even though we don't feel like it because we actually start believing he is not just a part of our life, but he is life itself, the most relevant thing in our world. And we need to humble ourselves and say, Jesus, I need you every day. Like not just on that day, but like today. Forgiveness is a decision God has already made. The question is, is now, are you willing to simply receive it? Grace isn't about one day for eternal life. No, grace is about every day for the fullness of life. Not only am I no longer a leper, I have the cleansing stream of the grace of God removing the black dust of this world off my heart. And I can't take it off, but he can and he will because he has compassion. He is willing and he is so able. The question is, is are you desperate and broken enough to say, Jesus, I need saving grace today? We find ourselves all of a sudden in a situation or a circumstance that brings us to the end of ourselves, like a storm. And it's often Jesus who actually sends us into that storm because he's trying to bring us to the end of ourselves so we become desperate enough to cry out to him. And as we're sitting in that boat and he's walking by and life is getting hard and the wind and the waves are crashing in, we look and we're like, Jesus, is that really you? Like, are you real, man? Is, is this gonna work? Is this worth it? Like, can you do anything for me? And Jesus says, come. And with our eyes fixated on Jesus, we have just enough faith to put one foot out 
And as we're looking at Jesus, we're not just walking on water, we're walking on the storms of life. We're walking on the situations and circumstances and anxiety and depression and brokenness and pain. And if you can remember, if you're a follower of Jesus, if you remember the first time you got out of that boat and you were looking, you were so fixated on him. It was never about what you had to do. It was never about all the things in life. It was always about, oh my goodness, Jesus is real and this is what he has done for me. And that grace empowered you to walk in victory. But somewhere along the way on the journey, we see the wind and the waves, the circumstance and the situation, the the work and the pressure, the anxiety and the fear, the relational drama and the worries and cares of this life and the desires of the flesh. And all of a sudden our eyes come off of Jesus and we begin to sink. And then we get desperate again and we cry out, Lord, save me. And he says, you got it. And he pulls us up by grace. See, it's grace that empowers us to walk on the water. Peter didn't walk on water because he was awesome. He walked on water because Jesus was awesome. So here we are at the beginning of a new year. And my question for you is, is, are you still sitting in the boat? Maybe you've never gotten out. Are you walking on water with Jesus? What are you hungry for? What are you desperate for? What are you relentlessly pursuing with everything that you've got? You see, the passion you pursue something reveals the value you believe that thing has. The question is, is what does the level of your passionate pursuit of Jesus reveal about how you actually value him? Your behaviors always reveal your beliefs and you will always make time and you will always sacrifice for what you love the most. That's why you never have to wonder if God loves you because he sacrificed everything and he literally created time for you. So you never have to wonder whether or not he actually wants you or loves you. That we would literally become people that say, if I can just grab a hold of his grace, I will have everything I need. In fact, here's the question. What are you walking around right now in your life saying, if I can just what, then life will be good. If I can just look a little better, If I can just make a little bit more money, if I could just get my marriage figured out, if I could just get rid of this problem, if this situation would just go away, if I could just have more followers on social media, if I could just be a little more, come on, what? if I can just what? I mean, Matthew 6.33 says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given unto you. In other words, seek Jesus first and Jesus then, just Jesus, and Jesus will give you kingdom finances kingdom family, kingdom relationships, kingdom sexuality, kingdom attitudes, kingdom character, all the things you actually want. He promises that all these things will be given to you as well, but from a kingdom perspective. See, I told you a couple weeks ago, the greatest barrier in between you and God is not your failures. It's our pride. It's our arrogance. It's our unwillingness to acknowledge that I've got another God in my life and Jesus is actually confronting that thing, trying to tear it down so he can build me up. This whole series, this whole month, this whole season of your life is God saying, I love you with his unending love and I am drawing you day by day by day with my kindness until you finally reach out and grab a hold of me. What are you trying to grab a hold of? For the Son of Man, Jesus, came to seek and to save what was lost. Jesus came to passionately pursue, to save, heal, make whole, and deliver that which was lost. You, if I can just grab a hold of his grace, I will be healed, made whole, delivered, and set free.